0: Listening to Company Inc.
1: Company Inc. is an audio diary of two business owners living, working, and sleeping together.
0: My name is Lisa Butler. I code websites on WordPress for bloggers and creative entrepreneurs. You can find me at lnb.com
1: And my name is Jesse Graglia. I do video and podcast editing for creative entrepreneurs. You can find me at soundmind.pro.
0: Welcome to Episode 9.
1: Episode 9
0: nine episodes wow we're doing good we're doing pretty good that's like over two months worth of content whoa well except that we posted the first three like lunch but still that's pretty good we were we were recording one a week before that so that's right we've been recording for over two months now yay so today we're talking about communication
1: Communication. Because we keep
0: talking about how it's key to everything that we do, so we thought we dedicated an episode to it. Yeah, makes it's sense. Pretty important. Yeah. So we're going to talk about how we communicate in working together and how we communicate in living together.
1: Yeah. Kind of sounds like the intro.
0: Ooh, working, yeah. Working,
1: living, and sleeping together.
0: Do, do, do. Tying it all together.
1: <laughs> Man, we're smart.
0: Yay us. <laughs> so, star.
1: working together. Let's do working together first. Okay. So, communication. We talk a lot. We talk a lot. So, let's just start off with that. That there is a lot of back and forth between the two of us. Um, Even though we like to play games... On our phones, like when we go out to dinner and stuff like that, uh, most of the time when we're together, unless we're like watching a movie or watching a show, there's communication happening. Mm-hmm. So, and even when it's off-peak hours or whatever, the conversation could be about work or other stuff. Mm-hmm. So... We don't really have a dedicated time frame to talk about work specific things. There are, it could just come up with any conversation.
0: Really. Yeah. I think we definitely, well, I mean, obviously if we're both working, then when we come to talk to each other, we're probably talking about work. Yeah. Um, But outside of that, like if we're at dinner, we'll usually kind of preface it with, uh something about work, you know. I, I want to talk about this about work. Yeah. Um, so we kind of have that heads up and because I know I think we've mentioned this before that uh some couples like have specific cutoff times, like, okay, you know, work is done, we're closing the computers and we're not talking about work at all. Because it's definitely like a concern. You don't want to be talking about work all the time. I mean, it would get, like, really old. So, I think for us, we, if we're spending time together, we're not talking about work unless we preface it with, hey, I'm thinking about some work thing. Can you help me out with this? Or Yeah, that's you know, very You something true. like that. And we don't let it take over the conversation, I don't think.
1: No, because you don't want to burn yourself out with it either. Um like you said the the couple that chooses not to talk about work like during dinner time or whatever they've probably worked all day and they simply just don't want to deal with it anymore. Yeah. Like they are done.
0: I think cuz we have a more flexible routine and things just kind of you know our whole day is a blend of work and life. Correct. Work and play. And so that's kind of how our communication goes, too.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So when it's actually working hours and you're doing work or I'm doing work or we're both doing work, um, communication still happens and it comes in the form of going to the other person's door and leaning your head in and seeing what they're doing.
0: Yeah, trying to gauge if the other person's gonna be open to conversation, or if they're really into their work, yeah. Like I can see Jesse from my computer unless I'm working at my desk. Um, a lot of times I'll work from this big comfy chair that I have, and I'll work on my laptop because my laptop is faster anyway. It sure is. But um, you know, I do I do like to uh film videos on my iMac because it's a bigger screen and I have two screens so I can kinda have my notes on one side and film on the other. Um and sometimes like if I'm really um you know if I've try if I'm trying to get a lot of coding done, I might switch to my iMac just so that I can have the code on one screen and the side on the other. But for the most part, like I can see when he comes in and so I just kind I'll look up if I wanna to talk to him and if I don't, I'll just keep working and he knows.
1: Yeah, and that's that's your choice of phrasing there is actually very important, but it was also incorrect. You said when I come in. I never actually barge into the oh, office Oh, that's true. Yeah. He just peeks when his head in. I know she's working. Like I don't just walk in like looking at my phone and not even look at her and just start talking. Hey did you hear about black blah 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 You know, I kind of, I have to gauge, you know, when's a good time. Yeah. So I could peek my head into the doorway and like she just said, she can see me. So she'll either look up and go, hi, what's up? Or she'll just continue working and totally ignore me. And then I'm like, I come back later. Yeah. You know, and of course, you know, that's just the way we do it for her. It's very easy for her to tell when she looks in my office, my screens face the doorway and my back is mostly towards the door, So I don't know when she's there. But she can easily look into my office and see what's going on on my two big screens yeah. that I have on my desk. So if she sees a whole bunch of waveforms up there because I'm editing a podcast, she knows, oh, you know, and I have my headphones on and I'm, you know, doing my thing. Um.
0: Yeah. I'll she mostly knows. Too. Yeah.
1: And she'll also knock. And, you know, most of the time. I can just get right back into what I'm doing unless I'm in the middle of something very specific, which is rare. So, and my headphones are open backed. They're not closed. So I can hear my environment just fine. It's not like I had headphones on and they cancel all the noise out. Uh, They're actually like, it's called, it's supposed to create what's called a sound stage. So it sounds like the, the, the sounds that you're listening to are actually around you instead of just right next to your ear. So it makes for a better like open sound, whatever. And that's why they're open backed. So if she actually talks to me from my doorway, I can hear her just fine. Unless of course there's like real loud sound going on in there, Mm -hmm. which I do sometimes. Like if I'm playing PlayStation, well, I have the game sound coming through my headphones and I also have the you know, whoever I'm in party with talking to me Mm -hmm. at the same time. So if she tries to like yell at me from her office, because our doors are literally right next to each other. If she, if I don't have my heads on headphones on, she can talk to me directly through her door and I'll hear it in my office. Mm -hmm. That's how close we are. So yeah. So with the offices that close to each other, it's very easy for us to talk to each other. Now, if we, like I said, if we know we're in each other's work time, then it's better for us to just go and peek in and see what they're doing. You know, I even do that in the evenings when you're coding. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll just kind of peek in and look to see when's a good time to talk. Um, and you want to talk a lot. I mean, especially when it comes down to business, you don't want to assume anything, mm-hmm. you know? Like I'm still doing work for um, for Lisa's website business. I'm still, you know, contracting for her because uh, she needs the help. So we're still engaging on a business level like that. And, you know, it's it's good to talk about everything. Like even stuff that I'm no longer involved in, Lisa will talk to me about it, whether it's stressing her out or what she's gotten done or how much left she has to do or, you know, the fact that a client hasn't paid her yet and it's been so long. You know, I'm still in the loop Mm -hmm. of what's going on with her business, even though I'm not directly involved. And that kind of works. That has a couple different benefits. One of them is that it's kind of like uh what's the word it's kind of like uh therapeutic for you yeah totally to be able to talk to somebody and get it off your chest mm-hmm. you know and it also gives her a different perspective
0: yeah because
1: you can tell somebody about your situation and even though they may not be directly involved with it if you give them enough information they can give you their opinion on what's going on. Yeah. And that can sometimes really put things in perspective. Mm-hmm. You know, Absolutely. especially if you're stressing out or something like that. If you have somebody you can talk to, communicate with. Yeah. Then do it. By I say do it. You I know if him he's, you,
0: he's my official cheerleader. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's right. If you have an ear that's willing to listen to you and you, you talk about it, talk about what's going on. They might not have a clue as to what you're talking about.
0: But sometimes just talking it out. Just
1: talking it out helps. Makes it
0: clear. Yeah. In your own mind.
1: Yeah. So that definitely helps with her business. You um, know?
0: I think like one interesting aspect is the fact that I, you know, I kind of have to take charge. Um, And I think, you know, we actually got an email from one reader who said she really struggled with, you know, her, she and her boyfriend work together as well. And sometimes he takes the lead on a project. Sometimes she takes the lead. But then when there's not a clear lead on a project, they have a harder time communicating. And I think for us, I think because it's it's my business, um, you know, it is clear. And I think with the podcast, we kind of decided that Jesse is in charge of the podcast. Yes. So I think even though that's something that we do together... Um, We still we went ahead and said, "Okay, you're in charge of this. And I think that really helped because, you know. We know who is taking the lead and then that's what we expect. So we're not both trying to, you know. Talk over each other or, you know, I know going into it to just listen to Jesse and do what he says. Yeah. And then he knows when he's doing projects for me to let me take the lead and, you know, come to me if he's got any problems and just do what I'm telling him to do. So I think, um, you know, having that clear communication on who who's taking the lead on the project, who's kind of the boss. um, Because you do have to kind of, I, I feel like sometimes that I'm, putting on different hats when I'm talking to Jesse. Like I do feel like sometimes I have to, I have to switch gears and think of him as an employee instead of my boyfriend. Yep. And I mean, you still have, you you still have that compassion obviously that, you know, you would have for your significant other and, but you kind of have to, you kind of have to get bossy You have to own it. You have to say, okay, yeah, he's looking for me to tell him what to do. And it's not negative or anything. It's not a bad thing for me to say, for me to be dictating, this is what I need you to do. I need you to do this. Because he wants to help. So if I say I need help with this, then he's going to help me. And then we both get more done.
1: Yeah, there is a definitive line between your business partner and your relationship partner, even though they are the same person. There is a line there. And yeah, you you pretty much said it best right there, is that business you is not being mean. Um, I wouldn't even say it's bossy, but I mean, I guess that's kind of how you describe it because you're basically saying... I need you to do this. Mm-hmm. That's what a boss does. Yeah, you delegate the work that needs to be done. So, yeah, it's it's that's a huge, um, a huge communication. I don't even know what you'd call it.
0: Mindset? A, a, a separate? Yeah, a, kind of a mindset. A
1: mindset. Yeah, to be able to be able to tell the person exactly what you need to do. But it's not your significant other telling you to do it. It's somebody who's. It's like if you were in a bigger business, it would be like your superior. Mm-hmm. You know, it'd be like your manager saying, "Hey, I need you to, I need you to clean the fryers tonight. Can you do that? You know." But it's different. You live with this person. You see him every day, so it's. I it's think that not... just
0: provides more motivation to want to do what they're asking because, at the end of the day, it benefits you both.
1: Yeah. And it's, not like, and it's not like she's asking you to do it either. She's the boss. She's telling you to do it. And why is she telling you to do it? Well, you are getting paid for your services, right? So if she's paying for a service, if it was anybody else, you do the same thing. Yeah. You know, you want somebody to paint your house. I want it this color. I want it done this way. You know, do it. I'm paying you to do it. So mm-hmm. do it. You know, and do it well. Or I'm and not going to be happy.
0: We had a conversation recently on, you know, how each of us work best. Mm-hmm. And I think that was really helpful um, because we do work differently and we do. So for me, I'm 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 very much a self-starter. I'm very much like you give me a blank sheet of paper and I can come up with a to do list. Whereas Jesse does better with specific tasks. Yep. And so my tendency would be to say, well, here's a project, figure out how to do it. But knowing that he needs specific tasks, then I don't get upset when I say, oh, I want this project done and he hasn't done anything on it because I haven't given him anything to do. Right. So knowing that's how he works, I think that saves a lot of hurt feelings and potential arguments Um, just being aware that like I mean just asking each other the question what do you need from me that's a
1: big question a lot of people a lot of uh, uh, that's a big question that a lot of people don't ask
0: yeah you you have to be able to say okay this is what I need to get done what this is what I need you to help me with what do you need from me to make that happen? So if I say, um, I need you to be able to work on this website project, Mm -hmm. what do you need for me to make that happen? And that's when he can say, well, I need a task list for it. Yeah. And then all I have to do is just create a task list and he can go down that task list and get it all done and we're good to go. Yep. So I um, I think that definitely saves us a lot of potential arguments.
1: Yeah. Figuring out how the other person can work best with you is a huge way to improve just everything, you know?
0: Yeah. And I think that that carries over into our daily lives, too, because I know we mentioned this before when I got really busy um, with work. I I said, this is what I need you to do. I need you to cook this week. Yeah. What do you need for me to make that happen? And then he said, you know, well, we need to cook things that I can cook.
1: And if she wouldn't have said anything, if she wouldn't have reached out and openly said, I need help because I'm swamped. She would have just been wallowing, like drowning. Yeah, she I would have, have been drowning dr- she and would I would have, have, have been, been mad. drowning. Yeah, she would have been mad. She would have gotten really frustrated. And I'd be over there in the corner like, what What do I do? Yeah. Like, it, what know. did I do
0: wrong? When Because I I know what would have happened is I, it, it would have been dinner time. And I would have been like, oh, my God, why do I have to cook? Right. Whereas just asking ahead of time, he took care of it all. I mean, we made a list of this is what we're going to eat this week. These are all things that Jesse can make. It took. I'll put in the Walmart order. He went and picked it up and. He cooked every night.
1: All things said and done, we probably spent an hour on the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And that includes getting online and creating our shopping list for the week for the stuff I was going to cook, putting together the meal plan. It also included me going and getting the groceries. And the reason I say that only took an hour for all of that stuff was because we have a fantastic service at Walmart that lets us put in the groceries that we want. And we just go pick them up. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's pretty if awesome. If you guys have Walmarts in your area, you should see if they have the grocery program. And you can go online and put I all your it's stuff.
0: grocery.walmart.com.
1: I think it's Walmart.com slash grocery.
0: Oh. Well you can try both of them and see what happens. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we'll put we'll we'll find the link. We could put it in the show notes. Yeah. Um It's such a time saver. Mm -hmm. It's so great that you can do that. I know this is kind of like an aside. This has nothing to do with communication. This is a...
0: Well, I mean, it it saves us time. And so it's one less thing for us to... Yeah.
1: So when we were talking... When we were talking about that crunch week that you had and putting everything together, you know, that was part of it. So we... A simple question... Or like a simple request, I would like you to do dinner this entire week so I can get more work done. That's all it took. Mm -hmm. And we put our heads together. We did the whole Walmart thing. We got all the food. I did all the cooking. She did all the eating. Fantastic.
0: Yeah. I think um, with a lot of the... I mean, with house and business, really, it's about knowing how your partner... Is just naturally and working to their strengths and like knowing, you know, like he's he's pretty used to me putting together the meal plan. And I usually, you know, I'll ask him to help me cook things. Mm-hmm. Um, we, usually, I mean, we'll work together cooking, but I'm very, um, I can go into the kitchen and. I don't measure things. I Yeah, she'll just, just kind throw of, the
1: throw the stuff together and be like bing bang boom, it's done.
0: Yeah, recipes are all in my head. And right. so like it's really not practical f- for him to cook all of the time. He can help me. I can give him things to do while we're cooking. Um but yeah, just knowing uh, you know, knowing that I needed to step up and say I need help with this and then figure out how to make it happen instead of just getting frustrated that, because I I think our, I think our tendency is to assume and then we get frustrated that the other person's not helping out or something when all you have to do is ask really. And I know like a lot of, I I think, I think a lot of women don't want to have to ask, but I think that's stubborn. (laughs) I think like it it never hurts. It never hurts to ask. And I think, You've just got to, I think what's helped us the most is assuming that the other person always has good intentions. Mm -hmm. And that way, you know, if, if he's not doing something around the house, well, it's not because he's intentionally saying, you know, like if the, if the dishes are in there for three days, that's not a reflection on me. That's not, you know, he's doing it to spite me. That's, you know, if I, if I asked him, please do this, he would. Yeah. So I think it's, you know, you just have to be reasonable and, and don't assume anything except that your partner has the best intentions in mind.
1: Yeah. And once you know that about the other person, once you figure out how to communicate that stuff to them properly, um, how to get those messages across then, you know, simple questions can solve big issues. You know? Yeah. It's, it's, how do I say it? It's like, um, nah, I can't think of it. But it's, it's basically knowing how the other person is going to respond by how you approach them. hmm You know, like, there's, like we'll take the dishes for an example a simple question is hey could you could you you know clean that up i want to use the the pots or whatever everything you know please and thank you go a long way still Mm -hmm. if you just approach me and say hey that's getting to be kind of stinky in there would you mind i'd appreciate it that's one way to go about it you can go about way you can go about asking things you can go about way to like ways of talking to your partner Many different fashions. Mm-hmm. Like if you were to come to me and say, oh, my God, that smells like shit. You need to do something about that. I'm going to be like, well, what the hell? Yeah. Why did you do something about
0: it? <laughs> You're going to turn on the Jersey accent yeah. and beat do me think, down. What do you
1: think this is over here?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just a different way to approach it. And i I think the other thing, too, is that we tend to think that the other person is not allowed to complain. Right. And so, I mean, I've asked Jesse to do the dishes before, and he's complained about it. Yeah. Because he hates doing dishes. Right.
1: Well- You just, you have to understand that, like, with the other person. Like, if she's going to ask me to do the dishes, I'm probably going to vocally groan and be like, ah, the. but am I still going to do it? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because I'm not a jerk. If I have to listen to a little grumbling, but I don't have to do the dishes, I mean- I don't mind, and like, yeah, no reason I'd be to start complaining a fight over about it. doing the dishes too because I hate doing the dishes. Right, like, so you
1: understand? Yeah, it, it's 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 like a lot of it comes from you. You have to try to understand where the other person's coming from. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? That sentence was a mess, but I don't care. Um. So yeah, the my whole point was going about asking your partner or talking to your partner about any number of. Um, situations whether they be little tiny things or really big serious things the way you go about it can really influence how the rest of the conversation is Definitely. gonna go if you come in hot well you're probably not gonna get what you need out of the other person yeah, in the I, way that you want to yeah. So, but if you come in calm you know You can you can dictate the conversation by how you go about it Mm -hmm. and
0: you got to pick your battles. I mean, people say that all the time, but you really do. I mean, you say that all the time. Like got to pick your battles. You could you could be upset that or I I mean, I could get upset that he's complaining about doing the dishes like I asked him to. But what's the point in that? Like it doesn't hurt me any.
1: Right. Especially if I'm going to do them anyway.
0: Yeah. I maybe,
1: mean, maybe if, that's
0: what he needs to get it done.
1: Yeah. Maybe we're if just you using dishes me, as
0: an example because it's an easy example. Yeah. I know but it could yeah. be anything. You um, know, maybe
1: if you came to me and said, Hey, would you mind, you know, would you mind doing the dishes? And I go, You know what? No, I'm not going to do that. Then you could be like, uh, Why? What the hell? Why not? Mm-hmm. I'm asking you to do me a favor because of whatever reason. And if I'm just being a stubborn asshole, then sure. Get mad all you want, you know?
0: <laughs> Unless you've got... I mean, maybe you're not feeling well. But and that, then you see, can say... But
1: that needs to be communicated. Yeah, that's true. You know, you can't just be like, no, I'm not going to do that. Be like, no. Nah, and then nah, not nah. give a reason to the other person why. Mm-hmm. You know, if you... like, You, you got to be or... flexible. Yeah. The, a, lot of, a lot of our... A lot of our things like a lot of our beliefs is are you can't assume you can't just assume the other like you can't just assume that I would be okay with cleaning the dishes Mm -hmm. you know um and also we've said this before a long time ago in an early early podcast we said that uh it really helps if you're reasonable about things. Yeah,
0: totally. And
1: I think we get along so well with everything that we do including conversations is because we're so reasonable. You have to make yourself approachable to the other person, you know. Even if you're in a bad mood, you can at least try to be somewhat receptive to the other person and not shut them out completely. Yeah, you, you definitely
0: know? have to be self-aware. Yes. And uh, I think what has prevented a lot of arguments with us is just knowing, okay, am I in a mood or is this really a thing?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Your little thing, like something hits you the wrong way and then you have to take a second, like you can't do the knee jerk reactions like you used to in high school. Yeah. You know, you have to take a second and go, okay, that hit me the wrong way is this worth getting upset about? Yeah. Like, is this worth the effort for me getting bent out of shape or is it one, a misunderstanding, which then you could just ask about it.
0: Like 99% of the time it's a misunderstanding.
1: Yeah, it really is. Or two, it's like, am I just touchy today? Like, yeah. is this, was that really that big of a deal? Mm, probably not. Okay. I'll let it slide.
0: I mean, it goes back to assuming that your partner has the best intentions in mind because that's, that's
1: one assumption you can use. And <laughs> that's like yeah. the only time. Assume that the other person is not out to get you, you yeah. know, in any shape or form. They have the best intentions in mind.
0: Yeah. So if you assume that your partner has the best intention in mind, then usually when you look back, you're like, this is on me. I'm just in a mood. Right. But. If it's something that keeps happening and then it and it keeps bothering you that those are the things that you need to address and you can still do that calmly. Like you want to wait until you're calm about it and you can approach it rationally and say, hey, look, I'm having a problem. Can we talk about it?
1: Yeah, I'm a big I mean, I do it from time to time myself um, because sometimes you don't want to get the thought out there in fear of starting a fight. But. You don't want to bottle stuff up.
0: Mm-mm.
1: I do it from time to time. Uh, I think everybody does. Oh yeah, because they don't. They want to avoid the fight. You know, they don't want to. Well,
0: some people, some people are, will fly off the handle at everything. But well,
1: that's true. Yeah, that. I think most people will
0: bottle stuff up, especially in a relationship. Yeah, there's going to be things that you want to bottle up, and
1: and you know what? I don't really think everybody says it's not healthy. So I'm going to take everybody's advice and agree with them and say it's not healthy and you should talk about it. Like if there's a a weird line there between, like you said, the stuff that happens all the time and then the stuff that hits you the wrong way and, you know, you have to reflect on yourself to see if it's you. Mm Mm-hmm. So you kind of have to make that choice, you know? Yeah, definitely. I'm kind of confusing myself right now. But it's like it's either if it's happening up, up all the time, well, don't let it bottle up for too long, you know? Because you don't want to have it bottle all up and then you explode yeah. on the person. So I guess the, there's a little bit of a difference there. There's the one time thing that hits you the wrong way and you have to, you know, think about it. Is this something I should be upset about?
0: Well, I think, I think you have to give yourself, you have to check it in the moment, but then if you go back later and you're remembering, Oh, that still really bothers me.
1: Mm, yeah. Maybe it's, time. that's
0: when you need to address it. But if yeah. it's something, if you like check yourself and you're like, Oh yeah, I am kind of in a mood and you don't remember it two days later.
1: Or it doesn't happen
0: again. Or it doesn't bother you, right. or, not, you know, then it doesn't matter. It's yeah. not worth addressing. Yep.
1: Water under the bridge at that point.
0: Yeah. But I think the key is, you know, not addressing it in the moment when you're angry.
1: Yeah, I don't think really a lot gets solved. Yeah, just because do if it, you're heated, you know,
0: taking it inside, doing some self reflecting at that mm-hmm. point, and then addressing it later if it really is a problem.
1: Yep. Yeah, because your escalation of your anger is not going to help anyone solve anything. Mm-mm. So, you know, cool heads prevail. Isn't that the saying? Something like that?
0: I have no idea. I'm I have sure there, heard that one. Uh, You're something, full of sayings. There's, something, <laughs> there's
1: some There's some anecdote that says, you know, something about, you know, cool heads will prevail. And, you know, there's, there's truth to that. So,
0: so I think our communication rules, if we had to sum them up into a list of rules, what would you say?
1: A list of rules for our communication? Yeah. Communicate a lot. Number one, just talk. Just talk, don't shut yourself out from the other person. don't build a wall. Mm-hmm. talk um, and do it a lot. Talk about anything, anything and everything and it helps it helps build a relationship, you know it helps keeps the other person in the loop with what's going on with you. Mm-hmm. you know, so just I'd say number one, just talk a lot keep, keep talking, keep communicating.
0: number two would be. Assume the best of the other person.
1: Yep. If the other person's telling you to do stuff, assume that they have the best intentions in mind. And they're not trying, they're not telling you to do it because you haven't done it or anything like that. Like they're not getting on your case.
0: They're not trying to nag.
1: Exactly. They're not trying to nag. They're just asking you to get something done.
0: You're around that person 24-7. Mm-hmm. There's going to be things that both of you forget. Yep. It yeah, just happens.
1: Absolutely. Think of it as the other person giving you a friendly reminder. They're not telling you to do something. They're just putting that thought in the head in case you forgot that you were supposed to do this. Or they're
0: asking to make sure that they even asked you in the first place.
1: Right. They're, <laughs> yeah. They're trying to remember like, if, did th- I? if they even asked that
0: this conversation was it all in my head (laughs) exactly part of a dream I don't really know and then number number talk a lot assume assume the best
1: assume the best
0: and then three would be probably check yourself check yourself before you wreck yourself
1: oh shit (laughs) that was lame
0: hey sorry
1: <laughs> what is this, the 90s?
0: You say a lot of lame shit.
1: We'll call it out.
0: <laughs> I <laughs> communicate. Do. I do. Communicate I call you a big nerd. With me. You have to
1: communicate <laughs> when I'm being lame.
0: That would be yes. like all the time. The-
1: oh, oh Shots fired. <laughs> oh, my God.
0: Woo. Ouch. I can't
1: see through all the shade being thrown in there. <laughs> oh, my God. so So, yeah number three is check yourself before you wreck yourself and actually you know what that phrase is quite it applies really well it's appropriate it applies really well because
0: that's why i said it if you
1: (laughs) if you don't take into account your own you know how you want to deal with something if you just fly off the handle without thinking about it and just start spewing words out of your mouth probably not going to end well for you no so congratulations you played yourself
0: you just made it worse yep good job
1: so yeah
0: i think that about sums it up yeah that's
1: pretty good rules i like it
0: yeah that's rules rules. to live by for sure so we got some spilling the ink
1: oh hashtag spilling the ink (laughs) i'm gonna say it every time you're
0: in charge of the hashtag am i yeah
1: but it's your twitter
0: I don't even have Twitter anymore. Oh, no, no, no. I'll check it. But you're in charge of saying it. I'm sorry. Every time I'm going to
1: get myself a theme song.
0: Hashtag.
1: Spilly Think. Okay. It's your
0: turn for the questions.
1: Yay. So you know what that means.
0: They're going to be dark and twisty.
1: I was all nice and happy go lucky last time.
0: Not this time. Only because I commented on how, like, not how depressing the depressing. That's questions right. that you picked. not this
1: time Alright, are you ready?
0: I don't know. I don't know if I'm ready for this. I'll Question be honest. Question
1: number one. Ah I haven't even said it yet.
0: <laughs>
1: what makes you nervous?
0: Oh God. Needles. Spiders. Tornadoes. Heights. why well, are we talking about me or you?
1: Uh one of those was you, one of those was me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say it. The spiders are me, but the heights that's you. Heights restrained heights I'm fine with. I read roller coasters for crying out loud.
1: Restrained heights I'm okay with too. I can fly in a plane, just problem. I've mentioned this before. I can fly in a plane, no big deal. My Sit only on concern window seat.
0: would be like sitting on the edge of a cliff. Because I'm accident prone. You couldn't pay me. You I'm, couldn't pay I'm me. I'm too nervous to do that. But like put me on a roller coaster Give me a parachute to skydive. It's all good.
1: Yeah, no problem. She can fall from great heights. But if a tiny spider crawls across the floor.
0: It's over. Game over. Forget it. But I don't have to kill them anymore. I just ask you to do it.
1: Yeah. I have minor arachnophobia. Like minor. Like I think I've mentioned this before too. I'll see one out of the corner of my eye and I'll be like, oh shit, is that a spider? Oh, yeah, it's a spider. I got to go kill it.
0: Snakes. Snakes make me nervous.
1: I have no problems with snakes.
0: Phone calls. I don't really like phone calls. Like, phone calls with strangers.
1: Oh, man. I'm with you. Phone calls with strangers. I've gotten better.
0: I have gotten better. Yep. Um. Ooh, when Social- I have to send, like, hard emails. I get that hard knot in my stomach. Emails.
1: Like, oh, like they're difficult. Like difficult you're dealing with write. a difficult with situation. Yeah. Ah.
0: Oh, that like twists my stomach up like nothing else. See,
1: but your relief to that feeling should be like, well, at least I don't have to tell them to their face. I can write an email. This is true. Well, Think I about mean,
0: that. I, with that, it's easy to just all you got to do is shut your eyes and hit the send button. That's true. And then but I still kind of feel it like I'm like anticipating their response. So I have to like give myself a few minutes and then I'm like. Okay, I can't control when they're going to respond. I can't control what they are going to respond with. I've done right. all I can do. I need to go focus on something else now.
1: Yeah. My, the stuff that gives me knots in my stomachs are um, knowing I'm going to like a social function or I'm going to be in a social situation where I don't know the majority of the people. So, um, like we had a wedding for your family and... Of course, I was going to be your date. We were going to go there. Man.
0: I thought about taking my other boyfriend, but. What? (laughs) (laughs) Who is he? How
1: many Pokemon does he have?
0: More than you. I kill him. Actually, no, no. You have more because I've been catching all your Pokemon for you. And I'm good.
1: This is true facts. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, like leading up to the wedding, like even a month before it was going to happen, the thought would hit me that I'm going to have to go to that wedding and I'd get anxious. Like social, Aww. social situations like that make me so nervous. It's like uh, I'll t- speaking in front of people. Ooh. Like yeah, being, I don't like that being, either. being like the center of attention and speaking to people. Oh, my God. I was in a band. I was in a band for seven years. We played on stages in front of people every, almost every single weekend. Um, no, I'm talking with my hands almost every single weekend and people that knew me were like, how were you able to do that? We know how you are with social stuff like that, like being in front of people and being the center of attention. And I was like, yeah, I kind of feel sick (laughs) all the way up to the point where I'm halfway through the first song, halfway through the first song, never failed every single time, halfway through the first song. And I'd feel fine up until that point. I was like, Sick with anxiety.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: Yep. It was crazy. Yikes. It was crazy. Anyway. Question number two. Question number two. If the house were on fire, what would you save? Dobby. Rogue. The dogs would have to get out first, for sure.
0: Then my laptop.
1: Then my PlayStation. No, I'm kidding. That could be replaced.
0: Well, actually, yeah. I would... Try. Actually, no, I'd grab my purse on the way out the door so I didn't have to, like, get a new driver's license and credit cards and all that crap. Yeah. Because my laptop, everything's on Dropbox.
1: I'd try to grab my phone. Yeah. I mean, the phone's going to be next to me just about wherever I am anyway. Yeah. So even if I wake up in the middle of the night and my ceiling's on fire, I could just reach over to my nightstand and grab the phone real quick and
0: leave. Yeah.
1: Um Dobby
0: would probably crawl up onto my lap and be like, Hey, the ceiling's on fire. Shit's
1: on fire, yo.
0: Get out of here.
1: Yeah. Um, dogs definitely. Second would be the phone, because I'd have to have communication, some form to communicate. Either calling nine one one or calling family or whatever. Yeah. Um after that, like really everything else is replaceable. Yeah. You know? Even if I didn't grab my wallet, yeah, I can go get a new license. I can replace my credit cards. Yeah. you know, if I would there just was... grab
0: my purse because we'd probably have to go out that door anyway.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe, unless it's on fire. That's true. Even then. I would
0: probably still have to go buy it, though. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, if unless not, we're I jumping mean... out of a window.
1: Yeah, we would be going that way. So.
0: I just hope that. I would be, ooh. Hmm. Maybe we should start sleeping with pants by our bed. Because if all your clothes burn. <laughs> I had that thought when there was that's a tornado. Why we need,
1: that's why we need robes. Yeah. Throw on a robe real Yeah, part.
0: but we'd still have to live in that robe until we got new clothes. Good point. Because that was that. This was the thought that I had when a tornado came through downtown when I lived downtown. Um, and I was like, I had to go into a basement, into the building next door, and I grabbed my laptop, and I had Dobby, and then I was thinking, man, if my apartment blows away today, is this really what I want to be wearing until I get new clothes? Interesting I thought. I really wish I had put on a bra. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's the thought that went through my head. I really wish I had put on a bra.
1: That's, yeah, that's something that would not cross my mind. Yeah. No. <laughs> okay, so. We'd that one, figure it out. That it would be fine. Easy. This one may not be so easy because it could be taken many different ways. Uh
0: oh.
1: What is the greatest pain you've ever suffered?
0: Dry socket. I
1: told you they'd be dark
0: dry socket when I had my wisdom teeth taken out.
1: So you're talking about physical pain? Yes. What about emotional, emotional
0: pain? Emotional pain. There's different kinds of pain.
1: I'll talk about my physical pain while you think of emotional pain. Okay. So, back in the early 2000s, something like that, 2003 or four, I had... My my back, lower back muscles on the right hand side, like going into my butt, like lower, really lower back. um, They felt tight, like all of a sudden they just it felt like it needed to be stretched, like the muscles were like super tight back there. Couldn't stretch them out. Couldn't get the feeling to go away. It was like they were just really tight. And I didn't know why. Never felt anything really like it before. It wasn't like a Charlie horse, you know, or when you're like your calf, like cramps really freaking hard and it hurts a lot. You know, it wasn't like that. They were just, it just felt like it needed to be stretched. Well, it stayed for a couple days. Uh, this was in New Jersey. I was actually visiting family in Oklahoma. So I went out there with the back, the back muscles still being tight. And uh met up with a couple guys in my old neighborhood and we ended up playing some, we were just like shooting hoops outside. And I was like, oh, maybe some exercise will help it loosen up. Bad idea.
0: Dun, dun, dun.
1: The next morning I was woken up by the worst pain I have ever felt in my life. It hurt so bad. I was laying on my back and I don't sleep like that. I had to roll on my back to get it to stop hurting. And it was in the morning. I had slept all night, but it had woken me up. The pain did. I rolled on my back. The pain was so much, I thought I was in the process of being paralyzed from the waist down. Mm. That's how much it hurt. Because any time I moved my legs or my hips or anything like that, the pain was excruciating.
0: Mm. It
1: was... I, I can't even describe it. Why'd
0: you pick this question?
1: Because it's evil and dark. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I had to go to the hospital. I couldn't move my lower half. If I, I mean, I could, but it would just send blinding pain through my body.
0: Yeah.
1: So I went to the hospital. They x-rayed me all this stuff. They couldn't find out what was wrong. They didn't know. So they gave me some major, major painkillers and um, sent me on my way. To this day, the muscles back there have not been great. They have subsided a lot, but there were times where it would come back in full force and I couldn't even stand up straight. Mm. So I finally went to a doctor in New Jersey and she said... It was a muscle spasm. I'd never had one before. It was a severe muscle spasm in my lower back. The muscles that go into your butt.
0: Ew. Yeah.
1: Crazy.
0: I'm going to stick with dry socket for physical pain.
1: The other one, which I know you don't want me to mention, but my number two. Is when I got needles in the bottom of my foot.
0: Ew, okay. Yeah. We're not talking about that either.
1: Bottom of my foot no, had to be stop, numbed.
0: Stop. Stop. No, we're not looking. I'm just no. giving
1: context. No. My foot had to be numbed. And they had to do it locally. So I got needles in the bottom of my foot. Ew, oh, I my like God. needles. Holy moly, that hurt.
0: Needles are bad. Yeah. So. Yeah. What
1: about emotional pain? Ooh.
0: I don't know. I think we'd go over time if we went into that. We might have to save emotional pain for a, a dinner topic. That is a depressing dinner topic.
1: It is a depressing dinner topic. Because nobody wants to talk about emotional pain. It sucks.
0: <laughs> what kind of question is this? I tell you
1: what, I'd rather deal with physical pain than emotional pain. Hmm. I'll say that.
0: That's an interesting question. Would you rather deal with physical or emotional pain? Oh,
1: well, maybe we can use that one next time
0: no I get to pick next time so it's going to be sunshine and rainbows
1: and skittles
0: why skittles
1: because they taste the rainbow
0: (laughs) maybe okay I think that about wraps it up for today what do you think
1: yeah that was good (laughs) a little dark
0: little dark communicate communicate (laughs) use our questions to communicate yeah (laughs) communicate with your date
1: so anyway Thank you guys so much for listening. If you like what you heard and would like to hear more, please go to iTunes and subscribe over there. And if you are feeling ever so kind, you can leave us a review and a rating. It helps us out a bunch.
0: Yeah, we would really appreciate it. And you can also uh, check out all of our episodes on our website at companyinkpodcast.com lots of pinnable Im- images there there's a audio player that you can listen to all the latest episodes there if you don't have iTunes um, we're also on Google Play so you can listen to us on Android as well excellent so yeah we'll see you next time see ya